You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. And welcome to another episode of Original Box Sets, Deadlands! Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Let's check, make sure we can be heard. Yep, I do see the microphones moving. And I already did a mic check for everybody else, so we should be good to go. Audience, if you can't hear us, let us know. I don't know, sounds good. I'm Max, the marshal for this game of Deadlands, one of the, the original edition, if you're in question. Um, with me today, I have James playing Father Cross. How's it going? I have Sarah playing Anne McDade. Howdy, y'all. And I have Rusty playing Ollie the Hexlinger. There we go. He got him right this time. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and uh, I hope that that clears everything up. And the next time I get a chance to see you, I won't have uh, an embarrassing moment of being your little French girl. Uh, oh, no, that's that's going to happen. Uh, social distancing, <laughs> yep. be damned. <laughs> nice. Miss uh, Lorraine lives on. Uh, which, uh, speaking of what happens... Uh, today is going to be uh, final episode for this game, um, episode 11. When we get finished with this, I am definitely reaching out to Thomas and being like, Thomas, teach me. I have free time now. So that will be fun to learn French. He, he'll enjoy that. He's uh, He's been uh, very patient teaching me so far, so. <laughs> Excellent. I look forward to that option. That opportunity. Right, where are my notes? Here are my notes. Cool. Yeah, but unfortunately, Max won't be able to bat his eyes and cry and give him the pouty lip. Oh, that's what I can teach him. So Thomas sure, will teach him sure can. I'm pretty sure I can do all that. Yeah, who says Max can't? I am totally... I, this game session, no pouty eyes and you know, blubbering lips and whatnot. Dry eyes only. Last we left, the group was in um, some... Well, shit hit the fan. Um, the train ride to Dodge has gone pretty far south, and the conductor has become a minion of darkness, as he is now has seemed to be... He seems to be possessed. Um, his mere presence seems to be altering the train itself, and the world has seemed to gone a little bit haywire. Mrs. Thompson's husband has got up and started walking around, and Anne McDade has attempted to redecorate the center of the train aisle to avoid prying eyes from noticing the dead walking, um, which is irony in the fact of which side she's on the curtain. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Father Cross ended last session by pulling a gun on an unarmed man. No, he was armed. He is armed. He has a plate, had a plate of flapjacks. Father Cross has drawn a gun on an unarmed man, and we ended game session at him claiming he was going to pull the trigger. I'm still tempted to have you eat them because I want to see what happens. The bullets? There's a lot of carbs in there. Oh, the flapjacks. <laughs> I feel like these are very ominous flapjacks and flapjacks of evilness yeah the scientist in me wants to see uh well let's see what happens 
I can't disagree with that. I like experimentation. All right. Uh, so. How about we uh, start with drawing some chips? I think that's a wonderful idea. Checking on the list of the stream, the stream boss was recently defeated, so we have a brand new fresh stream boss today. 3,000 hit points, uh, bits, chips, and whatnot will allow the audience to defeat this stream boss called the Trail Boss. Trail Boss. And the Trail Boss, once gets defeated, that audience member will be able to devote three chips, however they see fit to one of the posse members or myself, the marshal. Uh, of course, I spend my chips to assist the NPCs out. I just want to point out, I just drew my three chips and I drew a red and two blue. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Guess we're going to be going out with a bang. Well, the I just recently shuffled the deck of chips, so maybe that's to your advantage. I probably am going to get a boat, boatload of white. Yay! I got another, I got another blue one. I just want to like remind Max that he can spend his chips on any NPCs. It doesn't have to be the adversarial ones. Like just rules is written. You know, you could help out friendlies with those too. I don't want you to he feel could obliged. Spend them on the PCs if they wanted. Yeah. Bixby could uh, could make his persuasion roll with Anna again and and really get some benefits there. Wait for the Mandakia woman. <laughs> no. I already okay. healed him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Preacher, on the side of premarital sex, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> he says I didn't marry them without them realizing. <laughs> I am ordained, remember? I am pretty sure that would be frowned upon <laughs> by your Lord and Savior. It is. Well, it is till death do you part, so. Been there, done that. Alrighty then, making sure I got the right page going on here. Alright, so making sure everything looks good. Everything looks good. Alright. So, um, Father Cross, you've decided to ventilate, uh, provide extra air conditioning to uh, Mr. Lockett's head. Uh, and that's where we're starting off. Hopefully, you draw enough cards necessary to go faster than Mr. Lockett. This game session is probably going to be rather intense with a lot of combat. Hopefully, we don't drudge things down too much. Uh, we have had 10 game sessions of practicing the system, so let's get to it. The first thing we're going to need to do is a quickness test by the players and all the NPCs involved. Mr. Lockett is the only NPC uh, who seems to be engaged in the combat. He has a whopping D6 to roll for his quickness. Uh, as I recall, I'm a train car away, but moving towards the hubbub, should I go ahead and roll initiative or you do you want me to just like wait around or what sounds I, good? Let's wait around because rounds go pretty quickly as far as it goes for in-game time. Your character's gonna hear the priest uh, killing a man in cold blood uh, so you'll have a chance to respond. Now, of course, um, Anna is there, but she's behind a curtain, or the whole thing's behind a curtain. So most she's going to see is a blood splatter go spraying across that sheet she's got held up. I am not killing a man in cold blood. He looks congested. I'm trying to help him with that. And whatever helps you sleep at night. Did I do that right? Did I write that right? Nope. I did something wrong. No, it looks like you wrote it right. You I mean, heard it right. 
if you were out to roll 1d6, like, you could jump. Yeah. Well, now now we've got a copy of it in the chat for other people to utilize. Excellent. All right, so he's got a five, so he's going to get two cards. All right, so for the audience, we're going to slide on over to our roll 20 screen, and that way you guys can see dice rolls and chips flying and stuff like that. There we go. But you won't see our pretty faces. So I get to draw two cards, deal myself two cards. James, how many cards did you get? You got two cards as well. Yes, I did. And um, you're hearing the commotion, so you're not seeing it. I don't think you can. So I'm, I'm, I should be. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause um, so I'm not. I'm kind of blocking my vision from uh, uh, James as well. Correct? Yes. You have the sheet up. But I did cock the hammer of my peacemaker, so I'm pretty sure she knows what's about to happen. There's a lot There's going a lot on. Going. There's people yelling. There's a train car. The sounds of hell. Uh, I'd require a, uh, a cognition check to be able to recognize the sound of a hammer over all that other noise. I'm, I'm happy to do that. I'm going to make it an incredible of 11. Not that I don't want her to hear it. I just think it should be really hard. Cognition, correct? Cognition. Yep. Ooh. With my 46, I managed to get an 8, but not enough. I believe your attention is pretty much locked on Miss um, Miss Thompson, who's calling out for her husband, Arnold, going, is that Arnold? Do I hear Arnold? And Arnold saying, Danielle? But if I remember correctly, you kicked him into one of, like, the side... side. I, yeah, I kicked her into one of the side compartments and told Bixby to keep her there. That's right. You hip-checked her. I did hip-check her. Right. And when I hip-check someone, they go, uh, they bounce. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so I'm going to take a look here at my cards. My cards look good. James, you ready? Yes, I do. All right, ace, king. All right, I go first. Yep. He's going to take that card, and he's going to slide that card onto the table. As you pull the hammer back and the notion passes through your mind, he's going to take his hand, put it up to the side of your pistol, and push your pistol to one side. There's no dice rolls involved in that, but basically he's putting his, he's pushed your pistol out of the way, so when you pull the trigger, you're not going to blow his brains out. And he'll say, because speaking is part of a free action, or in concept of the, the game system, he says, You're about to kill me. I'm unarmed. How unfair. Let's even this. And when he says that, there's a massive, like, whistle sound, and then a thunderous boom. The back end of the train cars, you know how when you look down a train, you can see all the doors kind of line up, but if they shake or anything, they move back and forth and so on and so forth. The train car behind him, maybe behind him even farther, they all begin swaying back and forth violently as if something just shook the train, moved the train or hit it. And he says, oh, looks like the new Engineer is here to run the train to its final destination. That's his action. Behind him, something becomes uh, shaking the train and some, some loud sound is now heading in this direction. All right, King, Queen, Jack, 10, 9, 8, 7. Eight of hearts. Eight of hearts. Now the gun's been pushed out of the way of his face, which you had it pointed at and everything. Um. The uh, 
It was words I was about to say. That doesn't mean was you it can't good job. What's that? Was a good job, James. Problem solved. End of this episode. <laughs> um, you can still point the gun at him and pull the trigger. It's just now it's going to require more of an effort to hit the head location. All right. So he took one. Uh, he took one hand or both hands to do that. Just one hand. Just one hand. Just okay. One hand. Well. With my right hand, I'm going to quick draw my other peacemaker and shoot him uh, from the hip. You're going to need to make a quick draw roll and beat a five. Nine for the quick draw. Excellent. You're able to quick draw the pistol. No penalties. Well, since... uh, since that is my right hand, I'm suffering a neg one uh, with the use of that hand. It'd be an eight, but you said five uh, for the die. Yes. Good remembering about your wound. And here's the shot. And I've got location toggled already. So, oh, that's for the damage. Okay. There we go with six. That's... Yeah. Is that with the minus one? Uh, no. So it's a five. It's a five, yep. Perfectly fine. Still hits. That's all you really need to shoot somebody from this distance. Let's go ahead and roll location. You get a plus two because of how close you are in your attempts to shoot him in the noggin. I don't have my little cheat sheet out. I should get it. Okay. Uh, it was a five on the roll. Mm. Seven. Since you said plus two. Still. Uh, Right. Uh, So damage is going to be a 10 to whatever location. That's still going to be the guts. So you quick draw your... Do you want to describe it real quick? Yes. As he reaches out and he uh, grabs the peacemaker I've got aimed at his face, I'll... Uh, fight against it and at that moment that it's starting uh, the lineup of it is starting to get to the point that I know I'm going to miss him I just reach down to my belt for my primary gun pull it and shoot from the hip same as I've seen Ollie do a couple of times with his pistols and only one of those was that animic date. <laughs> Never forget that. I didn't see that one. I, mean, I told everybody later I was aiming at the monster thing, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, both are true. All right. Well, two points of damage to his guts. Let me go ahead and write that down. Um, and what's your reaction to the sound of a gun going off right behind this curtain? By the way, still... Um, Backsplatter, things hit the curtain from this side. You definitely can, you know, that somebody shot somebody else on the other side. Crap. Um, how far am I from the door? Like to the compartment where uh, Ollie is? Ollie's in the next train car over. Car over. Right. How far am I from that door that uh, leads to that train car? About five booths or um, 15 feet. And are there still lots of people on this car trying to get off? 
not as much as you yeah probably i'm going to say about four or five at this point in time with the assistance of the brothers moving forward to help people get off it's sped up the process of getting people off so right now daniels bigsby and two nondescript individuals will pick um the accountant and that's all i got the accountant and someone else okay um I, I, I'm going to quickly look around side to side. Is there uh, anything I can drape the um, the sheet over, like toss it over so that most of the view is blocked anyway? No. Frick. Nothing that convenient. Okay. Um, then all I'm going to do is take a peek behind the sheet myself and make sure that Father Cross has this handled. If he doesn't, I'll drop it and help. Well peeking around the edge of the sheet, you definitely see that Father Cross has got his both guns out. Right now, it looks like he is caught in a melee with the red-eyed conductor, and uh, Arnold is right next to you, so when you pull the seat back, you get a view of uh, Father Cross and the red-eyed conductor, but Arnold is right there, and he sees you. His face is rather distorted and looks rather angry, so he's moved up to the curtain at this point in time. Looks like he was ready to rip it back. Alright, um... Then I'm going to start pressing um, backwards um, since I'm holding the thing up uh, to get the final people out of the car. Uh, but I'm going to hold action until I can get that door cl- like closed. All right. And then if, if Ollie or whoever wants to come in, that's fine. But like, I'm not going to wrench it, but at least I got to block the view as best I can. All right. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Uh, four diamonds. Four. All right. Uh, you fire into his gut, and he just looks at you, uh, bewildered. Uh, it's definitely a painful moment. You can see his face winces um, and in disbelief that you actually did it. And, he, you know, so what do you want to do on a four? Pull the trigger again. All right. You know you can pull that trigger multiple times in one round. Oh, that's right. I have a double-action uh, pistol, so I can... Uh, I'm going to use... Uh, my rate of fire to its full ability on that card. All right. Do it. Let's get that action finished as quick as possible. All right. First shot is at a nine. Eight, sorry. Mm -hmm. Second shot's at a nine. Excellent. Both of the shots will hit. Go ahead and resolve them now. Because he's just standing there and his next card doesn't come around till two. So he's not looking to dodge because he's in disbelief. And I'm not looking to change that as far as it goes for game mechanics because he really didn't expect a man of the cloth to be so violent. And am I still going with the plus two? Yes, because you're... you're... All right. Location eight, uh, damage seven. I'll roll the wind here as soon as I get both of them done. Sure. Second one is location five with... 13 damage. Okay. So one wind wound, two wounds. So a total of three wounds. Go ahead and do that wind damage for all five wounds. Which, by the way, all your shots go into his lower guts. 24. Awesome. Uh, yes. Um, you definitely put him down. Uh, you blew out his midsection, and he's going to the ground. Um, fanning from the side, as you do, with your pistol still in the holster. At the end of the round, um, on his action, his final action for this round, he is on the ground, he's gasping, he looks confused, 
and, and he looks up to Arnold and, and and says, help me to Arnold, who, who, who seems kind of like, you know, shocked that you shot the priest, um, uh, that the priest shot him. And the, the conductor's like, he killed me. And Arnold said, he killed the conductor. What the hell? And now the, Arnold's reaching out to grab a hold of you on the following round. His attention has turned to you. Uh, the current um, train cars behind him are still rocking. Let's move over to Ollie. Uh, I haven't rolled initiative yet. Right. So Ollie is just making his way towards the trouble oh, right. uh, when last we left off. So this round, everybody's going to get initiative. So make your quickness rolls. Alrighty. Oops. <clears throat> Unsurprisingly, the result of a 0d8 roll is not terribly impressive. <laughs> I don't know. Guess it means you don't get cards. <laughs> I just get the fewest cards. I don't like that you got to roll that twice. Or, or three times. Yes, yeah. I rolled three different initiatives. If you keep going, he's just going to keep rolling it. Stop, stop. <laughs> one, one, two, three, two. Alrighty then. Everybody got their cards? Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Top of the initiative, Ace. All right. Arnold, being exasperated, you know, suddenly like, envy oh my God, reaches past what he would, you know, turns around and grabs a hold of the preacher around the throat. Just grapple from behind. So he's going to make his unarmed attack. Uh, I'd like to uh, dodge that. Sure. Let's see. Strike him from behind. Gets him a modifier of some type. Where's that at? There we go. It's plus two. Got a no. twelve. A twelve. Nice. He's gonna grapple you around the throat with his big old hands. Now, since the audience is seeing our roll twenty, uh, that someone might notice that I am rolling my faith check. I just picked up an ability between last session and this one called Refuge of Faith that I can use my faith roll instead of dodge or fighting. But modifiers are still the same. Ooh, nice. And I got an 11. Ooh, missed it by one. Yep. All right. So the strong hand, the, the farm hand, Arnold Thompson, reaches out and strikes you around the throat. Now, of course, it's a plus four, plus two. You know, he's striking you, and I said he's calling, like, to choke you, and I made right. a mistake because I did a called shot for right. the head, which so is he... a negative six. So he actually got a six and not a 12. So describe which... how you, uh, you dodged this. Right. With faith. In, in hearing the two of them talk to each other, I uh, stepped to do a half turn and seeing Arnold come at me, I pulled back as 
I'm shifting my stance to uh, bring my left-handed peacemaker around to Arnold. Okay. Uh, getting out of the way of those big farmhands and swallowing visibly in a gulp as I realized what he could have done had he gotten those hands on me. All right. I was on ace, king, queen. Jack. I have, I have a king. I have a king. Ooh. Okay. The kings are good, Diana. Um. So, so, how am I doing on butting everyone out of this car? Uh, now people are coming in. Ollie has stepped into the car, and uh, the brothers have stepped in as well. The uh, Bigsby has moved Mrs. Uh, Thompson toward the door. Um, as best he possibly can. She's not fighting him because he's an injured man, but she definitely seems concerned at the sound of gunfire. And so he's having, that's her motivation to get her out. Uh, the accountant and the other individual have also left, so. So I'm just, now I'm just waiting on um, Mrs. Thompson and Bixby to get out. Yes, yes. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm holding. Uh, I'm gonna put that card up my sleeve if I can. Can do. Can do. That was a king? Yes, that was. Queen. Jack. Ten. Nine. Eight. All right. On an eight. And you guys, that's cool. All right. On an eight, um, the, the conductor who's on the ground at this point in time, uh, seeing that he, the guns aren't pointed at him or anything, um, he's going to take his turn to begin drawing with his own blood onto the floor of the train car. That's his action on an eight. Dislike. Cool, that's that's fine. I'm sure everything's fine. There's nothing wrong with drawing in your own blood as you slowly bleed out to death. I can be creepy too. <laughs> it's, it's not a contest. <laughs> All right. Um, that was on an eight. So now seven. Seven. Ali finally gets the first of several card. At the seven of hearts. Woot. It's all your show. All right then. Um, can I see past the sheet, etc., and see? Uh, no. Okay then. Um, we will like slide sideways and continue advancing. Uh, and while doing so, so kind of just half-heartedly moving up and out of the way, letting people by. Uh, Ollie's gonna start in with a, uh, Kentucky windage, uh, hex that is turned into his default to improve shooting. Mm -hmm. So give me one second as I sling those dice. Okay, okay. Alright, that is a 14 on my nice. hex sling check. Um, and heck if I didn't forget what the initial threshold for that is. We can always look it up. Five. Yep. He always has a target number of five uh, for his tech slinging. So five gets you five cards. Yep. A 10 gets you a sixth card, but exactly. a 14 doesn't quite get me. So I got six yep. cards coming. Excellent. All right. Looking for my best poker hand from these six. I am sitting on this pair of eights. So to trigger Kentucky Windage, has a minimum of an ace. Um, so getting a pair instead is gonna increase it by one. 
Uh, so that will be a minus four uh, penalty to all shooting rolls that I get to ignore. And I get to reroll ones on damage. So kind of his default focusing when something is amiss. So he's uh, advancing now with his hand just off the grip of that rune-encrusted Lamotte uh, and just kind of taking in what he's seeing and staying out of the way to let civvies past. And uh, that'll be it for now. Mrs. Dade is a shorter individual and she is trying her best to keep the curtain up as high as possible. Um, with that said, you can see most of the, I would say a decent amount of the top half of the car, but considering Arnold is now grappled and leaning over the father cross or trying to grab a hold of him and they're engaged in a melee, you can kind of see two individuals on the other side tussling. So that's if you're like you're standing on your tippy toes or doing that jump up and down thing that children do when they're trying to see past the end of a line. Uh, yeah, which... I feel like if there's if there's anything you've learned to recognize growing up at St. Mary's with the guys I grew up with, it's what it looks like when a couple of folks are tussling. So it's like, oh yeah, no, okay, there's people wrestling on the ground. I got it, I got it. But you you do know that you've heard gunshots go off, but you just don't know who's been shot yet. And, uh, yep. All right. Um, on your card, uh, the rest of the boys will move in, flanking you on either side. Dwight, 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 Cody, and Blake. Um, two pistols and a rifle are what they're carrying. I have their damage written right here. Um, six. That's me. I any updates on my uh, blocking stuff? Uh, yes, we will say at this point, uh, Miss Thompson and uh, is in the passageway between the two trains, and uh, Bigsby would be blocking her point of view if she was to turn around and look. Cool. So I'm going to go ahead and just to be safe, um, you know, if I assume these trains have like little car windows in between them and stuff like that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pull the door closed and then um, just take a fist and punch it through the top of the uh, car above the door and then hang the um, the sheet from that like <laughs> divot kind of jam that in there. <laughs> you can close the, you can move over and close the door or you can move over and I'll allow you to punch the sheet into the roof but not move over, close the door, and punch the sheet into the roof. Gotcha. Um, let's just punch the sheet for now, then. Fair enough. Um, I don't know if that description, that action needs any more description than that. Uh, <laughs> um, well, well, I'm short, so I have to kind of, like, gear up and jump to do it. But. I'm pretty sure with your amazing strength, you don't have a bunch of a problem making that little leap. The question is, will you actually rend the metal? So I'm going to need you to make that strength test. Okay. I'm going to check real quick to see what uh, if I wrote down any information, because it's either metal or wood there, and I believe that's going to be wood. Yeah, we're going to say it's wood. That makes more sense. Dear God, it doesn't matter. Little <laughs> um, um, me can just uh, poke holes right into whatever I damn well please. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, Ollie, you and your brothers cannot take her to the bank. I don't care how thin the safe walls are. 
the uh good, luck, good luck trying to stop her. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of the explosion is pretty pretty forward. Uh, it's a sounds like breaking wood comes behind you guys as you as you see she stops with her acrobatics of playing with the sheet and she wheels around and hauls towards you guys. Uh, her she looks as if she only takes one or two massive leaps before she flies behind you with the sheet, like some sort of gliding angel soaring through the night when you hear a sudden explosion of wood splintering behind you guys. Um, your attention is drawn in two directions. One, Father Cross is engaged in melee combat with the dead dude from the back of the train. And behind you, the sound of wood exploding. So uh, which do you want to pay attention to, Ollie? Uh, he's going to pay more attention up front where there's an active scuffle underway because uh, anybody that Father Cross is grappling with guns out uh, probably deserves it. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to he's going to be eyes front. All right. Um, this dead individual uh, is currently facing away from you guys. So his back is to you. Cody, uh, on the other hand, is going to be paying attention to the angel in flight and be spending the rest of the round in shock as she puts her fish through the wall. <laughs> All right, that was on a six. Five. That's also me. I have the five of hearts. Spades. That means you go first. Take a back seat, Max. <laughs> All right, um... I don't like uh, the guy that's giving um, Father Cross an inappropriate hug. So uh, he's already dead. Uh, let's go ahead and try to take that neck off with my axes. So I'm going to go ahead and reach under my skirts, pull out my tomahawks, and go at him. You're going to need a quick draw for the tomahawks, and you're at a distance, so you're either going to have to throw them or move over to him. All right, quick draw is... Is that speed load or? Uh, quick draw its own skill. It's listed under it's quickness. Under quickness yeah. Gotcha. And if I don't have that skill, it's a quickness roll with what is it minus four, mm -hmm. right? The total. Yep. And I don't know if tomahawks have a modifier on that either. Now some weapons have built-in mods. They do not. Seventeen. All right. You quick draw it. Okay, and now I'm gonna attack him, right? So I have to do my, uh, my, my fighting with my axes, right? No, this is being thrown. If you want to throw a distance, so you have you have. Yes, sir. Massive acquire. There we go. Oh, that's only a seven. Um, you get to add two because he's facing away from you, so it becomes a nine. Still not enough to get another... Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do some re-rolls here, because I got some chips to spend. Woo, chips to spend. So, let's make this fun. I'm going to spend my red ones first. Let's do a red one. Okay. So I get an extra D12, correct? Yes, you yep. do. And it will go on top of the nine. So that would be a 20. Yeah. That's a hit with three raises. Oh, boy. So now I'm going to do my uh, 2d6 for my axes, correct? Yes. No, uh, yes. now we're going to figure out where you hit. You roll a d20. 20. Oh, that's right. Add, add three to it. Or take away three. Depends on which, way you, which way you want to go. Roll the seven. 
that could hit him in the gizzard. Uh, and do, if I raise or lower? Lower it, hits him in the leg. Raise it, it hits him in the gizzard. Right now it's going to hit him in the guts. A gizzard hit will cause an extra die in damage. Oh, let's do gizzard then. Gizzard it is. So 3d6 mm-hmm. instead of 2d6? Mm-hmm. Got it. So that's 10 because it adds it up, right? Yes. And then I do my strength. That's and that gets added to it? The highest of your strength gets added to it. All right, well, my strength is 5d12, and I'm a small creature, so I get my plus two because of my supernatural ability, and then um, I get a plus one for being small. Not to damage, but to, to hit. Okay, all right. Okay, so that would be 21 total. That's 21. He's a size modifier of six. That's three wounds to his gizzards. Go ahead and mark that down. Go ahead, roll 3d6 for the wind that Arnold just took. Got that notated. He's got a minus three on his actions. Six. Excellent. And if I remember correctly, I get to hit him with my other hand too, right? You do. You do. Oh boy. All right, so um, do I have enough time to run up to him or do I have to throw this one too? Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll go pick him up next time. Of course. So, uh, of course. We'll do, so if I remember, I just want to walk myself through it. First thing I'm going to do is make my throw and roll. So that's my, my um, 40, 12 plus three. Mm-hmm. That would be a 14. Okay. Let's add okay. to it. <laughs> All right. Another red chip. Go ahead and draw, Max. Okay. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> 17. <laughs> it's still, it's one point away from being three raises. So right now it's a hit and two raises. Um, and I can't re-roll that, that red one with a white one, right? Okay. No. Uh, since no. you already yeah. spent the red one, you cannot add any more white. It's fine. That's fine. We'll take the 17. So that's two raises. So I'm going to get my d20. Yes. It's a six. So with a six, adding two, make it still in the guts. Taking away two would put it in the leg. We'll do guts. All right. Roll your normal damage. Seven. Okay. And now strength. 21. So that would be 28. He's a size category six, so that's four wounds to his guts. Total Yay! seven wounds to his guts. That's so then do I have to roll win for him <laughs> yeah, four D6 and wind. Four D6 and wind. Okay. Twelve. Okay. Um, well, you take seven wounds to your guts and see how you like it. Go ahead. Uh, do you want to do a description of these hurtling tomahawks? Yeah, so as I, I land from um, stuffing my fist in that, that sheet through the roof of the uh, the cab, um, I, I kind of... Uh, land in a crouch position like Spider-Man and uh, kind of reach up under my skirts for a second, pull out those tomahawks and just from that crouch position, ping, ping, um, one right after each another, one into the gizzards, one into the guts, um, and then prepare to sprint toward them to go retrieve my axes. Nice. nice. Uh, your tomahawks, first one, and pay, fly. they fly um, one 
parallel to ground and one kind of like perpendicular. The parallel one um, passes through his midsection and flies past Father Cross's midsection amidst the tussle. The other one goes into his back, in the lower part of his back and like dead center and causes him to like seize up in the midst of the fight. And you can see he has lost control. The axe is at an angle across where his spine would be. Ooh, ooh, that's a bad day. All right, um, that was on a five of spades. Five of hearts actually happens to be, same action on the round, Mr. Arnold. Thanks to your wonderful donation, I was able to pick up two white chips, which we will happily drop toward Mr. Arnold. Losing two of those wounds he just suffered. Um, as he's, uh, Father Cross, he, he, he suddenly jerks, and then you can see he reaches back behind him. He's, like, struggling to reach behind him at something stuck, and he turns to face the other direction. You can see that there's a tomahawk in the center of his back, and, and like, now he's facing the rest of you guys, Anne and, uh, Ollie and the rest of the crew with, like, a shock as, you know, his midsection is rendered, and there's blood going over everywhere. Um... For his action, uh, he will reach back and try to grab Crawther Fo- Father Crawther Foth, Father Cross, uh, and and just grab a hold of you and put you in front of him, some sort of barricade. So he's going to make an unarmed attempt to grapple you. Wow, that's a lot of negatives he's got on him right now. Yep. Okay, so he's going to make a brawl and roll. He's got a minus five. Let's see, push the up button. There it is. He's got a total of five to all his wounds? Yes, he's got a minus five from his wounds. But being undead, he only suffers from three of them. Mm. All right, he get a successfully scored a zero in the attempts to grapple hold of you. So he will drop a big old fat red chip to shore up his losses. Gets a six. Gosh darn it, six is what he needs to grab you. So success. Do you got any... Vamoosin, you want to do there, Father? I've got one card for the round, but seeing what my associates have, uh, seeing they both have two left and we're on fives, I will trust in them and I will get out of the way of this guy. Because <laughs> you think they're about to unload. Alright, go ahead and make your Vamoosin roll. Toss your card, do the rolling. Hey, I'm like Bomb Squad. When you see me running, try to keep up. Nine is successful. You are able to push Arnold to one side, clearing yourself to the other side of the car and leaving Arnold purely in the open. That was on five. We're moving on to fours. Four of diamonds right here. Got the four of spades with Ollie. All right, well, it looks like then you will be going first. Uh, So yeah, Ollie sees this uh, tomahawk savaged two-day-old corpse, I think it is at this point, uh, wrestling with the holy man and uh, clawing at him and trying to grab him and all that. Uh, And he sees Father Cross scamper away and kind of roll to one side. Uh, And then Ollie lets out like a sharp, loud, outdoor voice whistle, right? Like cutting through a herd of cattle level of of sharp whistle uh, to get the dead guy's attention. That guy already saw him, so I'm not shooting him in the back or anything. Uh, and I feel like that's enough of a warning. 
and then Ollie will give him a gunshot, probably to the head. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and make it a headshot. Let's let's go for the cool entrance. Um, so that is a net minus two on my roll uh, to shoot because I'm ignoring four of the six points of penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, Ollie's got to get his gun out. So one second, as I quick draw the badass Lamont, <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, I think it's like a difficulty five. So the Lamont leaps into his hand, uh, and then he will shoot him with a called shot to the head. Damn, good, good, did deal. Called shot to the head. Yeah, of course, you've got all the penalties in there. Yeah. So uh, with the quality on the gun. Uh, it's only going to be a net minus one to this roll with Ollie's newly ramped up shooting of six. Woot. Nice. Uh, that is a 14 to hit, and that should do it. It is. That is Unless he's got some, any Vamoose shenanigans. All right, then. He's already spent his two cards. So. Okay, so the headshot with this is normally 3d6 damage, so it's going to be 5d6. Uh, and I get to reroll ones because of Kentucky Windage. So that'll be 18 damage. Translates into three wounds to the head. Um, and you said you got to reroll ones on that, right? Yeah, it, that's it's in there. Oh, okay. I put that in, put it in the code. It I did it automatically. That's why it went ah, one, one, and then a six. Nice. All right, uh, do me 3d6 worth of head damage and wind, which will definitely put him over. I gotta figure that up real quick. Uh, it's 14 wind. Nice. That's definitely over. All right, so 22, so 18 minus four, then 14, four, yep, five extra, so 14 plus 14 is 28. Um, your shot to the head, causes him to go down to the ground. On four of diamonds, the conductor um, will uh, lean back, and you guys are now very privy to the vision. The conductor, wearing his nice vest and striped shirt, uh, he's got his little glasses on and everything. It looks exactly like the conductor, save for the fact his eyes glisten bright red. And um, as he sits back with his hands covered in blood, and he's now graffitied all over the ground. Father Cross, you are very aware of the situation. It's a lot of Latin and a circle of some type, and he did a really fast job of it. You didn't even... You're not sure how he could have scrawled out that much in blood, and he calls to you and he says, Well, the distraction worked. Come, my children. The circle glows of his blood and bursts. Upon the other side is another world seen through this moment in time. And Father Cross, you're the only one who can see it, so you're the only one who has to make a guts check at staring into the abyss of this horror. Can, can, can I use my sleeved king? <laughs> Your what? My sleeved king. Oh. Oh. Sure. oh. Yeah. What do you want to use it for? Uh, I, I mean, I hear the creepy going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, am I able to charge at him and pick up my axes on the way, or no? Yes, you could charge at him and grab your axes, and you would be at him and as well as the portal. You would then make a guts check because you're viewing the portal as well. It's something that your character has never seen before. Uh, and you would be at him and the portal. But 
that would be your entirety of it. Um, unless um, somehow unless the axes magically jump back into your hand. Well, in that case, um, since I don't have time to stop, um... You could use the thing to interrupt them. You'd have to make a quickness check. Yeah, so what I, I think I'd like to do is, like, tackle him out of his circle he made. Yes. And break that circle. Of course. So how do I do that? You're going to make a move, and then you're going to make a brawl and roll. So the move I make first is the quickness? Uh, no. No, the move is no dice roll needed. It's just you say, okay. I'm going to run him, and then you make and a rolling roll to dive him. Or run up and kick him. Which, if I remember, you don't have Brolin. Uh, and the closest thing would be your fight in Tomahawks. Or fighting axes, I believe, is how you listed it. Yep, fighting with axes. So, um, would I just do a nimbleness then? Default to nimbleness, minus two? NPCs, it's me, Remel Turnus, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon backers. Seriously, your support makes all of what we do possible, and we are all extremely grateful for each and every one of you. If you aren't yet a Patreon backer, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash to check out the different tiers and rewards we have available. All Patreons get access to our podcast releases a week early, get their names in the credits of our live streamed shows, have first dibs on any casting calls for new games and shows we produce, and more. Once again, you can join our Heroes Hall at www.patreon.com slash and thank you all again for listening. Now back to the show. Uh, if you default to nimbleness, it's a minus four. If you default to your axes, which is similar, uh, which would, would be a minus two. Okay. Which is beneficial so, to you. Okay, so let's do that. Um, but do I get my side bonuses and stuff still? Yeah, everything's the normal. So, then I still end up with a plus one. Um, so let me do that. 23! Boom! I hit him with the force of a train. You do. Um, since you're making a tackle, there's a hole in the side of the train. Since you're making a tackle, the hit location is just going to be torso. There's not much of a tackle if you hit the head. I mean, you're still going to do damage to all of him, or you're just going to drag him out of the circle. But the objective is to grab him and pull him from his circle to interrupt his spell. So uh, give that a description real quick. And then I'll, All right, I'll... so from my little crouch position where I just pew pew uh, some some tomahawks over at his friend, um, I, uh, I I hear the creepiness uh, as he seems overjoyed, and that seems like bad news. So um, I just vault myself from that crouch position and keep low um, to uh, avoid the firefight that's starting to happen above my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like, I, I just... From that crouched uh, run, I just build up uh, momentum and kind of veer my shoulder right into uh, to, to land in his throat um, and take him 
um, fully across the um, the uh, circle with whatever's happening there, um, and onto the other side where we kind of tumble into the wall. Hells yes. Uh, since he has stuck a nine up his sleeve for the purpose of this moment in time, he's definitely going to attempt to dodge you. Oh, buddy. All right. All right. Sadly, he has horrible stats, and he's already been badly injured. There we go. All right. And so he's an attempting a dodge to get out of your way. Let's see how this works out for him. Bam, a two. Damn right. Take your creepy little devil bitchery away from me. He throws his arms up in an attempt to block, uh, and you slam into him in his bloodied hands, dragging him from the circle. Uh, in a moment, there's a concaphony of sound as the edges of the circle pop. Father Cross, how did that guts check go out for you? Uh, she uh, popped in before I uh, went to make it. So I was listening to her description. <laughs> Yay! Why don't you go ahead and make that roll anyways, as you watched him opening the abyss anyways. Uh, I'll just I make it make less. Too, right? uh, no, because your attention was on him. We're going to make it a fair for Father Cross of a five. 31. Oh, an opening into hell. How adorable. I've seen worse. <laughs> wow. Might be one of the best rolls we've had in the entire game. Yeah, I mean, uh, 31 on a D12 is is pretty normal. It <laughs> happens all the time in these games, right? <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, you know, I saved that card up his sleeve in hopes to save him, but that didn't work, and I'm not about to drop any chips on him. Alright. And that was on um, fours? Threes. Ollie's got the three of clubs. Alright. Ollie, at this point in time, you'll be very aware that the train cars behind this car are rocking back and forth, and they are not in line. And what looks to be a large wall of something is moving up the train. Uh, at this point in time, it is in the next car back with the kitchen and everything. Right. Uh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what to do about it. But uh, creepy... A uh, dead-looking guy was just drawn in blood on the floor and opening weird portals and has done something to make the lovely Miss McDade uh, get all handsy with him. So I'm going to shoot him in the face. All right. Uh, Ollie's going to, like, advance towards the ruckus at the back of the train and just kind of offhandedly snap off a shot uh, to, uh, to shoot the conductor in the head uh, as he's, like walking towards what seems to be the real threat. Um, so yeah, let's do that. Poor guy's only got two wounds left. He can really suffer too much more. You people just leave him alone. He's just trying to make flapjacks. Uh, that is a hit. Mm -hmm. And that's already with penalty in there for the headshot. So let's do some damage. Uh, that's 18 damage again. Yeah, that's six. That's three wounds to the head. Um, he hasn't taken any wounds to the head, but this is probably going to push him over his wind limit. Go ahead and roll 3d6. Uh, that's 14. Uh, do you reroll sixes on wind damage? Uh, no, you do not. Okay, so 14 wind. That pushes his over, him over on the wind and knocks him unconscious. Game mechanics, he's got enough wounds, he's going to bleed out. But he's already dead. Oh, wait, no, this is the conductor, right? Yeah, the yeah, person you shouldered. 
he was possessed instead of dead, I think, if there's a difference. But either way, all he heard from a gutshot dying Texas Ranger, shoot them in the head. And that's what Ollie defaults to when he's in trouble with anything that looks weird. Uh, he's gonna do as he was taught and hope it's enough. All right. Not any other threes, nobody else has cards except for me, so I'll go ahead and drop the last card, which is two of spades. On the two of spades, um, the real engineer, or the engineer for the train, um, comes barreling through the kitchen. Uh, he is much larger than the passageway, so he is knocking over carts, cargo, containers, pans off the wall, busting through bits of timber. Um, when he enters the back half of this train car. He's coming from one car to the next. His head is about the size of a full-grown watermelon, covered with metal and eyes like that of steam gauges. A large pipe runs out the side of his head and boils out steam, and when he's, his lower half of his face seems to be flesh with teeth, uh, muscle, and bone, um, has no skin covering any of this, and when he screams into the train, it sounds like a whistle of an engine. The rest of his body seems to be abnormally large and part metal as well as part skinless man. Everybody needs to make a guts check. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty effed up. Uh, the guts check is a hard nine. You want me to make another one? <laughs> yes. Oh, whoops, I didn't do the... Sorry, uh, I screwed up that roll. Uh, I just did a normal 5d6 instead of that. Uh, let me roll 2d6 to add to those sixes. Mm -hmm. Can we turn this into a comedy where he comes barreling into the room and falls into the help world? You just closed it, so the answer is no. Yep, afraid not. Oh! Alright, so manipulating my dice for what it should have been, uh, those last two were the exploding sixes from that initial handful, uh, giving me a 10. I've got a plus two on guts checks uh, because Ollie is brave. Mm -hmm. So that gets me a 12. Now, the most important part, modify these dice rolls by your grit. Uh, it makes it an 11 for me still. And for the rest of you? I have no grit. How do I know my grit? Uh, unless you got an advantage that gave you one, it's a zero. Okay, I don't think I have any. This would have been much less interesting. Exactly. Erica's got it. She's on point. Gotta know when to kill him. Gotta know when to kill him. I don't know what other parts of that line would be. And Kenny just recently checked out, so I can't call him and find out what else to ask. What else to put in there? Know when to thrill him. Ooh. To kill is easy to rhyme with. I'm terrible at rhyming. And that poetry I made, it took me almost three weeks to write. Lol. I'm a scientist. Hey Max, hey Max you want a rap battle instead of us trying to fight this half train man? No. God no. Yes. Do it. <laughs> how about we, how about we quiz right. on the periodic table instead? That's Ooh. nerd stuff. Well, we could let we could let Anna do a dance off with them. Singing's my specialty. All right. Um, what are we doing? That's the end of the round. He comes in. He does his fear thing. Um, so kind of segue back to why it was saddening for Soymates to leave the game. Um, this was the big bad thing that stole from the uh, his 
pre-game stuff, so it was going to be like, oh, a reunion! Oh. But it wasn't. Miss you, Soy. Very much so. We could definitely use him in here. All right. Um, the engineer is large, but he is definitely going to be able to push his way through the opening and into this car, but he won't be doing that until next round. On this round, um, his digger is running past him and into the train car with you guys. Uh, it has a same disabled appearance as the previous digger, hunchbacked and whatnot. Leaning over, it has a shovel uh, and only wearing pants because, you know, when you're a bad person or an evil person, you only wear pants. Nonetheless, uh, he comes running into the room ahead of the engineer. Uh, for the record, Ollie is only wearing pants, and I resent that. <laughs> That's because you were interrupted in uh, the middle of a, a, a special evening. Yeah, Ollie resents that too. <laughs> There. Maybe that's why he's only wearing pants, because he was interrupted. Devil spawning. Oh. Yeah, that's a mental image we didn't need. <laughs> well, at least Ollie's not wearing just his hat and boots. He'd still go fighting in that. So, so, um, next round of shooting and doing. So now the engineer's gonna roll, you guys are gonna roll your quicknesses, and we're gonna go from there. Alright, this is the shoveler. Ooh, look at him with the four. Uh, I'm going to sling a white chip for that extra die. Okay. Let's go ahead and do the engineer. You know what? I think I'll actually do the same thing. Ooh, look at that. He got a five. Yeah. White chips get you an extra add-on to, to quickness? Uh, it, it doesn't add on like the red one does. It, it's like you have a higher rating. Like, I have a 3D8 quickness putting in a white chip will give me a 1d8 to roll. So, like, I've got a 4d12 quickness, I was able to roll 5d12 instead. So gotcha. the white chip just gives you one extra die as, you know, an option. Gotcha. And in this game, you, uh, like we've been doing pretty much the entire campaign so far, you don't have to spend the chips until you know the result. Cool. I don't like my card draws. <laughs> I like them. They're fine. They're good cards. They're all the same color. <laughs> oh, that wasn't much better. I'll just be picking myself up off the floor from the tangle of body that uh, Ollie put down that I was wrapped around. <laughs> you know what? Because this is such a important fight, and I know I'll probably regret this later, but oh well, I'm going to spend a red chip. All right, going big. Like, I know Ollie's going to die someday with about eight of his ten chips in his pockets. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't like spending stuff in games where I get stuff like this. I'm like, but what if I need it okay. later? That's very I'll true. Get it then, so. That was enough for uh, another card, wasn't it? Yep. Sarah, are those Oreos? Y yes, sir, they are. Did you bring enough for the whole class? I mean, I I absolutely have enough because it's a full pack. But shoving them through my microphone is uh, yeah, going to be work. a little po problematic. All right, we, top of the order. We actually had, them, had Oreos for buy one, get one free. 
So I bought four packs. There's enough for each of us. Yeah, I would one pack a piece. I would I would hit up on that. We would stock up real hard. Aces. I've been taking advantage that Twitch isn't showing our uh, our video right now, so I've been stuffing my face. <laughs> all right, Father Cross, there you are, blood all over the ground, sparkling with strange magical powers. This large half-metal humanoid creature uh, has jabbed its head through the door, and in popping with it is some sort of gnarled gray humanoid with a shovel in hand. Interesting. They haven't really done anything terribly wrong. They haven't hit anybody, killed anybody, but they definitely look menacing. So, I mean, it's your call. Shoot it, kill it, because it looks terrible. I mean, that judgmental, yes, of course. But, you know, prospectively speaking, it's a uh, kill or be killed. That guy looks dangerous. He might have a, a disease or something. Might be trying to bite you. Sell you bath salts or something. Yep. So, I'm actually going to use it to activate the holy... No, I'm going to put the ace up my sleeve. Okay. Well, then uh, the next is uh, kings. Does anybody have a king? I don't. Capitalization is important. All right. I don't have a king either, but I do have a queen. What about everybody else? Still nope. All right. Well, my turn. On a queen, the engineer slides into this part of the train, and it sees everybody, and its first acknowledgement is to the person with a gun out. Um, its large, metal-clad hand comes through, and uh, he points his fist toward Ollie, and then his fist extends away from his arm like a, as a massive piston pushes it. So he's going to punch Ollie uh, well over a meter away from his, the majority of him. Let's get that brawl roll done. Ollie, do you want to do any vamoosing? Uh, let's, let's let him, uh, let's double check on how to use something. Sure. Uh, one second. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm going to have to, because I just realized that Ghost does not work like I thought Ghost worked. Uh, and that's too bad. Uh, so, uh, it's going to be a fight and roll to get out of the way of this? Yes. That's not enough. All right. Um, all right, let's drop a chip. I'm dropping a chip. Don't get all happy yet. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not happy. A, There's no happiness. Get a little happy. There's dropping a red sadness chip. for you people. Red chip it is. Oh, still only an 11. Uh, I really feel like I don't want to get hit by this. Uh, I just have a weird feeling about giant steam-powered fists and Ollie's live, nimble frame. Um, Look at what happened to Hellboy. I'm dropping another red. We are throwing chips down today. Wow. Uh, what happens if you match on a Vamoose? It goes to Defender, if I remember right. That is correct. It wins to the Defender. All right. All right. Uh, he swings his large fist in. He 
points it up towards you, and as you see what looks like large metal canisters bulge on the side of his arm, you realize that something is about to happen, even though his fist is farther away than it should be, and it doesn't look like this thing's idiotic. You realize what's about to happen, so how do you get out of the way? Describe it. Uh, Ollie is going to just kind of, like, dive and scramble and roll um, to whatever side he can uh, to make enough room that this giant honkin' robo-trained death demon fist uh, just barely misses him. And it does. It pummels into the midair and both, uh, all three of uh, Cody, Dwight, and Blake are, are uh, at this point in time stumbling backwards as they take the, the same kind of action you do as they move backwards like, what the heck? Because they were out of range. But the objective was he was going to punch you into them like a bunch of bowling pins. Um, so that's his action. That's his actual action on a queen. And then for the rest of it, he pulls himself, the majority of his torso, into the room. Um, the size of him is twice that almost of a human. So he is supporting himself on one of his hands on the floor as he's trying to pull the rest of his body in. And you can see his lower half seems to sit in some sort of uh, mechanical uh, steam designed wheelchair of sorts, which is coming through the door frame. Uh, so it's his lower half is a train. Nothing weird about well, that. Luckily for you folks, I can punch right through trains. <laughs> I so, I so want to look at this guy as he cuts through and go, Engineer, meet Mc, Miss McDade. <laughs> you will have that option. <laughs> All right. As he moves to this point, and he's got his body where it's trying to shove its way through the two door openings, um, the red covering on the, the darkening covering has been able to extend now three extra windows down the length of the train. We're now up to five, six, seven, eight. That's ha beyond halfway. Um, so this part of the train is dark and everything is red. Uh, and the last part, because his body's out of the way, you can, who is close enough to that door? Because Miss Dade, you're at that door because you slammed the conductor, not the, yeah, the conductor into it. So you can see that there are more shovelers past him trying to climb over his chassis and get in. I might be able to see that as well, considering I was like uh, less than arm's reach to uh, the conductor initially before I'll... everything started. That, that's a fair assumption, but I'm going to require a cognition check of at least a fair of a five to be able to ascertain that that moving mass behind the chassis is more combatants. Miss McDade has clear eyes on beyond the skinless freak, and so she knows what she's looking at. Yes, James, you are aware that there are more combatants behind the, the, the monstrosity. So the way that the train is going... Are we moving in the direction toward this, the door this monstrosity is coming through or away from it? Everybody right now is facing the back of the train and it's facing the front of the train. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. So that was on a, still the queen, right? Jack. Yeah. All right, James, what are you doing on a Jack? No, no, no. no. I was answering your question of the queen. Sorry. Ah, so 10. Nine. Nine of diamonds. 
Nine of clubs, you get to go first. All right. I am actually pulling two actions here. I am first pulling my ace from my sleeve, which I've already put it down on the board. You have. All right. First things first, I am casting Holy Roller. Now, for those that are not aware, this ability will grant me a chip as long as I succeed to it. Now, the type of chip depends on how high I roll. I got a 10. Hope it's a red chip. Uh, Double checking. That is actually lower than I wanted. I'm going to pop a white chip in there. Hopefully I can get higher. If not... Well, you rolled a 10 on one of your D12s. Uh, That's going to be... I guess you're just trying to ace a 12. That's a hard roll. Good luck. Actually, you know what? No. I will take the red chip because what I'm doing next, you don't get to draw a chip. Uh, because you only get to draw chips when we spend a red chip on trait and aptitude checks. Uh, don't worry about pulling it from the pot since I'm using it immediately. Uh, now I am casting Wrath. This requires me to spend a chip to determine what happens. All right, moving right along. Yep. Uh, What Wrath is going to do is it is actually going to last six rounds. Uh, This is on me only, but all damage I will do, because it is a red chip, will be at plus two damage die. Ooh. All I need is a five on the check and the expenditure of that red chip I just picked up. So there is my nine, and there's the five I wanted. Excellent. So now you have a plus two die type. So D8s go to D12s. No, uh, plus two two damage dice. Uh, They stay the same, but I get two extra dice for all damage, whether I'm punching, shooting, or I pull out my nifty... uh, beat him up stick and swing, or uh, even if I pull Miss McDade's tomahawks, I do plus two damage with hers. So it goes from 2d6 to 4d6. Exactly. Awesome to know. All right, well, that was on your nine. Nine. Now it's my nine, and this is the nine for the shoveler. All right, so the shoveler is a bit small of a crit, uh, crit her. And he's right in front next to Miss McDade. And so seeing that you are next to the conductor, he's going to hit you in the head with his shovel. Call shot for the head, minus six. Let's go ahead and hit that button. There we go. He gets a negative one. He swings high, screaming at the same time and slams the shovel into the wall next to you. Sounds like there's an alarm. One moment. I so want to see the look on his face. (laughs) He realizes he missed. 
Hopefully everything's okay with Max's alarm. Yeah. I meant that little shoveler. Yeah. I... So, yeah, I'm real glad I didn't get hit with the shovel. Um, that, that's good news. Yes, you did not get hit by the shovel. Uh, but he did hit the wall, and it looked rather impressive for the little guy. Uh, oh, you know, actually, he doesn't get a minus one. He's actually a size smaller than you. He only had a zero. I forgot to add in his pluses. So, so still, so this, still zero. He's just holding a shovel, right? Yep. Got it. Little cool. gray shirtless dude with no sh with the shovel. Okay, cool. I have a plan. All right, that was his action uh, to attempt to shovel you in the face. Didn't work out so well. Who's next would be eight sevens. Seven of spades. Excellent. All right. Well, you know, I know she can take care of herself. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the engineer at the moment. And having just cast my miracles, I am um, actually starting to whoa. I believe it's called the Lord's Prayer or uh, Shepherd's Prayer, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, starting off with uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. As uh, we're getting into this fight. Um, and I am going to start unloading onto this guy. And since I am two fisting both of my double action peacemakers, mm -hmm. I'm going to unload four rounds, two from each into him. Okay. Now, earlier I picked up a two fisted. Yes. So I don't have to worry about the neg four, but um, my second gun will suffer a neg two. So I'll have a neg one on two of the shots and then uh, I'll have a zero on two of the shots and a neg one on the other two since I have quality guns. All right, make those rolls happen. All right, and this is with uh, the modifier. This is the, uh, the zero result. Okay. Nine and twenty-four, and okay. I will do the um, the damage and location after all shots are done. Sure. And this is a second gun. Six and a five, and those are. Uh, those two are my left hand, which I initially tried to hit uh, the conductor with, but I had not fired yet. So I know the first two shots hit. What about those other ones? They hit as well because he's two size categories larger. They get a plus two. So he's at an eight size category? Yes. Oh, this should be interesting. Yep. All right, let's do some locations. All right. First one gets at least a plus one. Second one gets a plus uh, four. And the last two don't get any bonuses. You just roll for whatever. So D20 plus one is a 13. That's going to be in the arm. All right. Put that down. Arm. Got it right here. All right. Next one. What was the plus on the next on the 24? Plus or minus, so you can move it up or down. 
All right, so that first roll would have been a 12, so I could have gone 11 or 13. Which is still the All right, then... So you roll, and I'll tell you your options, and you get to pick one. 11! So, lower guts, gizzard, arm, or upper guts? Gizzard. Gizzard it is. Extra dice of damage. Roll again. All right, G. This one is a leg. So you shoot him and past him and into the metal chassis. Leg. And last one. 12. That is in an arm. And uh, first one is the left. Second one is the left. So you shoot him in the left arm twice. Look at that. All right. Because of his armor rating, all die are reduced by one. So although you're firing with how many D6s, they're actually now D4s. All right. All right. Here's the first one. Cool. Into left arm. 13 damage. That is one wound to the left arm. All right. Um, and Gizzards is plus one die. Yep. 19. Awesome. Two wounds to the Gizzards. Shooting him in his stretchy middle bits. 15 for the third shot. Which, which was, was into the four. leg. Nice. Yep. And 13 and back into the arm for another wound. A total of five wounds, so 5d6 in wind damage. Sounds like a nice way to say hello. It is. Nine. Ouch. That's a whole bunch of ones there. Whole bunch of ones. Yep. All right. Well, that was on a... What was that? That was nine? No, that was not. That was not. Seven. Uh, no, that was seven of spades. Six. Five. I got a five. Excellent. Ollie's got the five of hearts. Uh, right. Ollie doesn't like this. Uh, he thinks something's really wrong with the engineer, uh, and that maybe he needs to get shot a whole bunch of times. So Ollie is going to trigger his rapid fire hex. Um, we, need, we need to get that heavy armor off of him. I don't think he can breathe. Yeah, we just we need to help him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, Ollie isn't. Ollie is going to start to trigger um, his uh, his ghost magic. He's going to focus on not getting hit and centering himself for a second. So that'll be what Ollie does there at the Five of Hearts. All right, four. Hey, I've missed you guys. All right, let's do this. Um, so... I would like to take this guy's shovel. Okay. His action isn't on a four of hearts, but the engineer's is. So you have the advantage of the shoveler. I'm assuming your four is a... I have a four of hearts as well. Awesome. So you and the engineer are going at the same time. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take his shovel with my strength because I have a lot of it. So I'm going to wrestle him for it, I guess. Awesome, let's do this. Uh, you need to make a brawl and then a strength roll. You have to succeed the brawl roll, which it is a fair of five um, versus his fighting. It's either five or his fighting. He has no cards, so it's just going to be a five. And somebody is wishing you luck on wrestling through our audience. Thanks. She's All right, that's a ten. That'll be successful. Now it's an opposed strength test. And where are the shovelers? There we go. The shoveler's strength... Thirteen to hold on to his shovel. You gotta take Ooh, that I don't back. like that. We're gonna roll a blue at a blue chip. 
Heck yes. Boom. 21. I can get on board with that. You yank the shovel from his hands. All right. So that takes my whole action, right? Uh, you could stand up at this point in time. I will do that. Okay. Um, you still have cards left, so you can be defensive in upcoming rounds and stuff like that. At the same time, the engineer who has just got shot a number of times by Father Cross is going to reach out and make a brawling attack against Father Cross, calling shot for his gun arm. Call shot for the right arm. It's A minus. Four. Making a call shot for the right arm. Minus four. Let's see, where is that at? There it is, so it's actually a minus two. Bam! He goes for an eight, but I don't think that's good enough, so we're going to toss a red chip in and add an extra d12 to it. He's trying to hurt us. Yes. Making it a 15, Father Cross, to grab you by the hand. Okay. You're going to defend yourself, Vamoose or something? I have no cards. Oh. The seven was... Uh was my last effort on that one. All right, well, he is now with his mechanical hands gonna surgically remove yours. It does a D8 for the actual metal punchy glove bit. That's a six, that's one wound. Now we're gonna do his strength. Uh, seven. Your size seven? Uh, for the purpose of damage, thanks to a gift, oh, yeah. uh, I am considered a seven. Keep track of uh, how much damage you do total. Will do. Oh, never mind. I can't activate that since I don't have cards. Good to know. All right. All right. So still six. So that's at least one wound. And then his strength applies to the pinchy pinch. Comes out to be an 11 for two more wounds. Not good enough. We want more. We'll go ahead and toss out another red chip. Man, Max is being savage. Oh, it's only a one. Three wounds. Not enough. I want more. So that was 21? Yeah, we're now up to, no, 18 damage to your right hand. Two wounds. Remember, I'm a size seven for damage. I thought you just said you can't activate that because you have no cards. No, I was talking about retribution. That was more of to myself than to you. That's uh, okay. No, uh, the the thing where I'm considered a size seven, that's a passive ability. Okay. Luckily, my gift for a passive. All right. Well, that's the last red chip I'm going to toss into this, turning it from a 18 to a 23. With your size modifier, it only makes it three wounds to the right hand. All right, I am dropping in a red chip to stave off two of the wounds, so only roll 1d6 for wind. All right, here it is. You get one wind. I don't know if I can take that. <laughs> All right, he does have a hold of your hand, so you guys are going to dance. All right, that was on a four. Let's move on to a three. Hey, that's me again. I've got the three of spades. What do you got? I think got? you go first, because I'm diamonds. All right. Nothing happens. Uh, but Ollie is finished channeling that magic that none of you have seen yet. Uh, he's just standing there focusing and centering in a way that you have seen him do before, immediately before unleashing a terrible maelstrom of violence. So he's getting his feet planted under him, and he's focusing, and he's staring at the bad guy. 
Uh, and he's got his gun in his hand, and uh, he is thinking real hard. Awesome. That's awesome. it for me. I get nervous when, when you get that look, because sometimes you end up shooting toward my head. <laughs> oh, man, he's got no cards left, and it's the end of the round. I look forward for next round. And you're the and last one with cards. All right. So, um, first thing I want to do is take out or get this, uh, this, this shoveler guy out of my way. So, um, I'm gonna pop him in the face with his own shovel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, how do I do that first? All right, you're going to use your, uh, machete skills, your hatchet skills, <laughs> machete skills. You're gonna uh, use your hatchet skills. Uh, it's a negative six for call shot for the head. Uh, the basic shape of this can act just like a hatchet, so you're not gonna see any penalties. But because it is a two-handed weapon, you will get a plus one to use it. And you also get to add in a plus two to your strength. You get a, uh, a die increase because of two-handed weapon, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, she needs that. No, nobody needs extra what, dice. What's your strength setting that at the moment? Uh, 5d12 plus two. Uh, so uh, for damage, your strength will be 5d12 plus four. No, it's going to be, sorry, 6012 plus four, two. Because ah. she's getting to use both of her hands in the attack. That's a 19. That will hit him in the head. Good. It should. Um, and then the I'm going to roll my... What was that? The shovel does 2d6. Called shot for the head. Sorry, three... Yeah, I apologize. The shovel does 3d6 because it's a two-handed weapon. Not your strength increased. Uh, so it so does 5d6 for the shovel itself. So that would be 16 damage. Wait, 5d6? 5d6 is what you need to be rolling. Oh, let me roll two more. Holy butts. So that would be 23. Okay. Plus my strength? Yes. Normal strength, the 5d12? That is correct. Plus two. <laughs> I wrote that wrong. Yeah, just 5d12, exclamation, exclamation, keep one, plus two. 14, so that's 23 plus 14 is 37. All right, the critter has a size of four, so that means that's uh, six, times four, 27, no, eight, 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 nine, points of damage. Yes, nine points of damage to his head. Um, yeah. You you splatter the shoveler against the metal side of the engineer by crushing cool. his head with its own shovel. Cool. Mark through shoveler number one. <laughs> so she hits him so hard, his body doesn't even move. But Ollie and I just kind of pause for a moment because we're like, well, where did this blood come from? Where? What happened to his head? <laughs> um, cool, yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say, though, that the shovel takes some damage of this. It's slightly bent and warped. Although it's a hell-spawn shovel, and it's meant to dig through some pretty hard ground, I'm pretty sure this is not inside the manufacturer's, like, description of what it's meant to be used for, so... Well, it, it's about to get take more of a beating, so... Alrighty then. It's got an imprint of his face on it now. Uh, uh, you have two more cards. No, you have one. Uh, card. nope. have one. I just have one more card. Sorry, I didn't play my three. All right. So for my two, here's what I want to do. 
I want to, because uh, this this big guy is in the room now, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So I see that I saw the guys that are coming from this car, and we're going the opposite direction. Yes. So I'm going to yes. use this this shovel to just kind of like jam into the cables that are, are and the the mechanical shit that's holding the cars together, mm-hmm. and separate them. So, so you that want to step past the engineer out onto the walkway and shove down between before they jump between the two cars. Yeah. You got it, sir. All right. Um, in this game, there's no provoking attack, so you're not going to provoke anything from him, so you will easily slide past. I'm just like, excuse me. <laughs> now this is a uh, a strength test versus you and the train. Okay. Well, I've done pretty well against the train so far, so... All right. To break between the two cars you're going to need an incredible of 11. Remember, if you want to use any white chips, you've got to use them before That's red true. or blue. But yeah, you don't let's... have to use them until you roll. Like, you can roll first, but... Right. I'm going to use one for right now, just because I feel like uh, special when I get to roll 60, 12. Mm-hmm. It's a special occasion, guys. We're going to do it. Preach! 24! All right, so... Uh, Bye, uh, train! <laughs> no, the cables are separated, but remember, there's that strange-ass growth between the two cars. You had to cut it open earlier. Oh, yeah, that. That's still holding on to it. But you bring the shovel up, you shove it down, sparks fly, the two pieces of metal separate, and with a quick twist, the two coupling bits, which are shaped like two moons, pop open as you jam in hard enough. The train cars begin separating backwards. There are lengths of chain that are meant to hold the cars together if this happens. There's also that skin thing. So although the first action of splitting the two cars is done, there are still other actions that need to be done. I'll work on it, guys. All right. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia Archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to our archive. So, until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye.